Welcome to the Clients and Conversions Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Clem, and I've helped fellow entrepreneurs and business owners just like you harness the power of social media to grow your audience by the hundreds, 2x their launch sales, and have client leads banging down the door to book a call with you. And I'm the first to say that hustling and searching hours online for your next client or student is not the vital ingredient to your success or even your happiness. This podcast is for driven entrepreneurs, from coaches to course creators and everything in between, to access practical and actionable tactics on everything from how to get clients with Instagram advertising and really unlock the keys from sales and social media to get growth with the simplest tools possible while keeping it just long enough to get you through your walk, drive, or workout. So stick with us for this episode and the ones to come so you can get more clients and sales in less time. Now let's get into it. So today's podcast is going to be a little bit more of a tough love situation than normal. And the reason why is because I'm talking to a lot of people recently on market research calls and on like sales calls. And whenever I keep talking to them about their sales or about what they plan to do, there's so much overcomplication. And I mean like almost each one of them have some type of overcomplicated piece in their marketing or in their business that's really making it harder for them to actually show up in the way they need to to get sales with ease. Whether you do ads or not, this is really important to recognize which part of these are you're at right now and to start to make the changes without it because no matter the amount of strategy or tactics that I give you, if you recognize you're one of these three things or more of them and you don't fix it before then, Your energy is going to be off. Your copy is going to be off because of it. Your marketing strategies are going to be off because of it. And then your sales are going to be off. So I talked about this actually last week. I did a training in a free Facebook group around the endless buyer effect. And I told them that the two main things to the reason why you won't get endless buyers normally is either your energy is going to be off or your copy and the way that it's presented and communicated to the person is off. So When we're talking about this, especially for sales, you're going to be one or two, or sometimes even like both of them. We're going to speak to the first one here. The second one we're going to do in a later training or later podcast. But I want to speak about this first because I'm noticing this a lot for people around me and even for myself too. I am a recovering chronic overthinker and I think, literally, I think a lot of people struggle with similar areas. So I want to go into the three ways that the overcomplication of sales can lead to lack of sales. And if you don't address it before you do anything else, no amount of tactics and strategy will say that. I'm gonna keep saying that because there's still some people out there who, who say like, well, I'm on a deadline or I wanted to hit it this time. Yes, but this is gonna keep festering and keep growing until you actually address it and move through it. So I really want you to be cognizant and aware of that. So. The first thing is, as I just mentioned, overthinking. From overcomplicating your sales always starts with overthinking because you set up the desire of wanting to create this amazing you know, offer with however many students every month or even clients and so forth. You have this goal, you start to create some like content for it. You might even have it already set up for you and then you start overthinking because now you're like the, what next? What do I need to do? And overthinking can come up in a myriad of ways. And we actually, I was just on a co-work study group with a couple of friends of mine from a program that I'm in. And I legitimately had to say, because she was reworking one of her I help statements. And 
she was getting really fixated on the word that describes what her clients want. So her clients are like ambitious women who want to like achieve their dreams. The issue with that, and I told her this, like I talked about in my training last week, was that we in the society we're in are in a level of sophisticated buyers that really we've never been in before. We've had so many marketing messages like thrown at us every single day from social media wise, from billboards, from on books from everywhere around us, we probably see about 3,000 to almost like 20,000 messages or ads a day, depending on like how, how much you're in it. So because of that, we have, as consumers, started to be a lot more aware of not only the words that resonate with us, but the energy behind them too. And it's when you start overthinking these things that <laughs> the energy gets off and so do your sales. So with her, we had it where she was talking about I help ambitious women to do X and for her X or her outcome was like basically achieve their vision or achieve their goals was the first iteration. And I mentioned to her lovingly that, you know, if you want to go in for these women, they've been around the block once or twice. They know what's going on. They know what's happening. So you can't use the same words that people have probably used in past programs to really resonate with them more. You need to stand out while still connecting, but stand out more. So we started to workshop it and she got really fixated to the word dream. And for ambitious women who are her people, both me and the other person who was on the call, you know, resonate with being in that ideal client of hers. We both said that dream, that word is not really what they'd want. They'd want vision or goals. So we had this whole like 10 minutes of workshopping it. We got her finally down to one that's like really high, highly resonant for her. And still the question she had right after was, what's another word for dream? And I said straight out after 10 minutes of workshopping this and being as close, like 90% good that she can get to it right now. I legitimately said, dream is not your word, vision is. And I said that out of love. And the reason why is because if we continue to allow ourselves to overthink, we don't always have people who are going to call us out for it on the spot. So when we start to overthink, the issue that can happen is that we begin to run ourselves into the ground with just, can I tweak this word? Can I tweak that area? Can I move this around to make it, you know, move forward? And I'm a huge fan of the 80-20 rule. 20% of what you do or say is going to get you to 80% of the results. And when you're in overthinking mode, you're so focused on the 80% of Let's try and do 80% of the other things that aren't really moving us in the right direction versus focusing on the 20. And that's when, as you probably know, you spend hours trying to switch up something on the sales page. It's really not going to do too much for you because you're really not sure what's happening. Or you spend another like hour scrolling on your social media feed to make yourself like feel better before you try and go back at it. Whatever is your coping mechanism, most... <laughs> Most everyone who is here and wants to teach and wants to really scale their business has probably been in overthinking before because when you carry so much knowledge around you, it's almost inevitable for you to be able to start to overthink yourself to death. And honestly, sometimes even overthink the offer to death. This is something that I used to do a while ago, like a couple years ago, where I would want it to be like perfect. Like it had to be super resonant with it when the most profitable of my offers have been the ones that took the least amount of effort. Because again, when you overthink, you're not actually in the energy and in the minds that you need to be in to really attract those people into your offer. Even with an evergreen sales funnel, it still matters here. So overthinking is one of the, literally the top way to overcomplicate your sales. 
Second way is overdoing. This is sometimes like known as hustling or, you know, grinding. I don't like that word. It sounds weird for some reason. But that's something where, and this can kind of play hand in hand with overthinking and overdoing is because when you start to overthink and you're like, okay, let me try and tweak this area. What am I trying to do in this? You start to go into that scarcity mindset that then leads to, crap, what else am I not doing? Or crap, it's been three hours and I haven't done anything on my social media. Maybe I need to do something. Maybe I need to like show up in a different way. And then like all these things start to rattle off your brain and to do like, let's try Pinterest, YouTube, all these areas. When in reality, what's most likely going to be best for you is one or two things to start focusing on, especially if it's like your first or second launch or your first couple months doing your evergreen funnel. So... When you're going in this area, even the more that you go in business, the more that you work on yourself, even though it's not going to be as extreme of these situations, you're still going to have a pop up here and there if you've had a past with it. And I wanted to mention this because, again, I'm a huge fan of tactics, but if I don't speak on these things, especially every once in a while, then people get focused too much on the doing and not enough on the actual being and changing what needs to be changed on a 20% level. So when you're overdoing, what this looks like is when you go into a day or maybe you're in your afternoon, I feel like it happens to a lot of people in their afternoon slash like evenings, is where they start to think, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I I need to like, I need to start to do Pinterest. Yes, that's where I would be. You start to like dive into a Pinterest course because you have an impulse buyer <laughs> or you're an impulse buyer sometimes when you're getting into the scarcity mode or it's a, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to watch Netflix and procrastinate and then probably feel worse a couple hours later. Or it's a, I'm just going to push through and then I'm going to be exhausted by the next day. And that's going to compound the exhaustion day after day that I continue to do this. So whichever one you're at, <laughs> realize that this is not meant to shame or tell anyone to do something differently. It's more giving you the awareness to say, where am I showing up in this way? And how is it affecting my sales? Because if you're in either of overthinking or overdoing, you're most likely not making the sales that you want to, at least the current sales goals at that time. So the third one that's inside of here is over-explaining. This is something that, again, I used to do on calls or I used to do on, what was it? Oh, on posts. You know, I'm a talker, I love being able to communicate with people, but sometimes, especially when people start to go on the pitch side of it, on their sales page, and even on calls, they have a tendency to over-explain because they're wanting to get everything out all at once to give enough information to have the person make a decision. When ironically, over-explaining actually makes it harder for them to make a decision. It's something that I talk about more in my upcoming program, that like, your buyer is one of the four four good lord the four primary buyer types and when you're thinking about the four primary buyer types each one of your people are going to be in the top one or two and depending on which one or two they are that's going to shift what you speak about and what you emphasize in your content and in your message so it's really important when you're diving into how do i pitch this in the right way especially for someone who whose program you're not planning on doing sales calls for, like your content's literally the only thing selling it for you basically, then you have to make sure that your content and copy is succinct and also is gonna be actually selling for you. And the way to know that is by addressing what your sales goal is right now and seeing, am I getting there, yes or no? And then looking at your content and saying, have I gotten enough clicks to it? Have I gotten really any DMs from it? then this is probably another area you need to dive into to really address before you can do anything else. Because if you get stuck in the over-explaining, people are going to get really tired, like their brain's going to get tired of watching your stuff because it's so much content to 
come into they don't have the mental ability to, to get there again social media you have to prime them in order to get them to watch your things or have value so if you don't decide to do that then you're going to lead yourself into an area where people are going to be tired they're probably not going to reach out to you and even more so they're not going to probably buy from you as well since you took five minutes to explain a one minute thing or you took three paragraphs to explain two sentences because when your thing is succinct and it is highly potent, you don't need to have other things in there. You don't need to have all this explanation in there. If you can talk to exactly what they need to hear, see, and feel, you don't need anything else outside of that. And that's what I'll be teaching more in my program. But the reason why I spoke about this is because after having that call earlier, I just felt really, really inspired to talk about how we as humans overcomplicate sales. Like we we can overcomplicate a lot in our lives, but sales is one of them, it seems like because there's so much shrouded around it for us, depending on how we grew up, what we allowed society to tell us, what we make it mean, that we tend to go into one of these three areas. And I really want you to address and ask yourself, which one of these three am I currently in? And where do I need to begin to start breaking that for myself? Because the overthinking is something that happens for so many people, but if you don't actually take the time to see what actually is priority and what's not, going to keep going down that road and I've actually done a podcast a couple years ago actually on this like the four the four tools to help you out or four exercises and one of them was making a list of everything you want to do or think you need to do and making a a percentage from like zero to a hundred percent hundred percent being those who like what is going to get you a sale tomorrow like a hundred percent or those that you can probably wait off to do later and anything that's eighty percent or over you actually do the other things you can like automate or delete. You'll find that a lot of those things that you put on your list are probably going to be under like 60%. And that's a really good way to help you reframe from it as well, just to start off with. Overdoing is a lot bigger of an issue because it depends on how you grew up and what you make things mean. Like, do you think you need to actually work all this time or do you actually need to just do one or two things that are going to move the needle forward more than putting another three hours online. That's the first reframe. The rest comes in time and actual and having actual help with it. And then over explaining, most likely you need someone to give you the tough love. And it's okay if you're in a vulnerable state, but you have to realize that if you're allowing yourself to stay in this state longer than probably a couple hours to a day, your sales are going to suffer. Your leads are going to click off because they don't resonate with the energy you're kind of giving out or the the tactics you're trying to do because it didn't come from a like excited place it came from more of a I think I need to do this or should do this and your copy is just going to be really falling flat and kind of what everyone else does around you and I really don't want that for people I want them to be able to have their <laughs> like their content sell for them what I call like selling to their psyche to really get your people in the door for you without having to constantly be on sales calls or worry what you need to try next to get people in the door like you have a lot of potential buyers in your current pro or in your current audience but you just haven't been able to call them out and bring them out of the shadows and into your dms or onto your program from the sales page that's what i'm here to do and that's what the program that i'm going to be sharing with you guys soon is going to be as well so next steps for you is first identify which one of these three you are if you need help with that dm me i'm daniel clem Second thing is I would want you to go do is I actually opened up a free Facebook group for everyone who are wanting help with literally their sales and leads. It's called the High Converting CEO Collective. It is totally free. We'll have a link down there below for you. 
I highly recommend you join. For those who are in my past groups, you know that I give a lot of value for free groups. So you're going to want to get inside of there just to have better support and feedback as well from that. And the last thing is like, give yourself a break if you need it. I feel like I've been needing to tell people more too. Give yourself a break if you're like running yourself into the ground or you really haven't made progress in the last hour or two. You're probably not going to if you continue the way that you're working. So I want you to start with those three action steps. Let me know how you go and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so excited that you were able to go through it and get some actionable tips out of it. For next steps, make sure you go to danielleclem.com slash ad breakdown to get the complete ad breakdown around what one Insta ad did to help create 559 client leads and 20% sales increase in launch. Make sure to go ahead there to do that and DM me at I'm Danielle Clem to go in deeper to the conversation. And last but not least, make sure to leave a rating and review so that this podcast can get out to more amazing people like yourself.